0: You come the butchers
1: to cut you into profit. But Sean Raz from Raz Radio. he's from Raz Radio. Raz is our guy. I am your Sean, Mother F, and Raz. you come the
0: butchers to catch you into profit.
2: I'm with the Raz. I'm with the Raz right now. Where is Mother F and Raz? Join me, Sean Raz, for the first 52. Tuesday, 6 to 8 p.m., raz The The simple power of truth. It's time for a tf52 flashback what happens now does she sue I would she can't well
3: who should go well, is she going to go into the, co- the the same court the same people that get paid by the, 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 the that are controlled by the, those those councilmen uh, or council people it, it's it the, she's gonna involved in that game you can't fight city hall man they tell you you can but you can't
2: well until we all stand up and start uh you
3: know no 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 let's just stand up and ignore it it'll go away.
2: Yeah, I'm sure it'll just go right let's away. I try that th- with a kid, it doesn't happen.
3: Let's do our own thing, right, and forget what they're talking about, and not pay their, their taxes, and not abide by their uh, unjust rules, and let's just live our life peacefully and, and have a voluntary interaction, and if there's a problem, you know, if somebody uh, aggresses against us and steals our property or does something, then we then we respond accordingly, you know?
4: I mean, that's a nice thought, but that's not the way it is. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's a nice thought. That's the way it was. That's the way it That's should be. That's
4: the way it was, but it's That's not the, the way, way it is. Was. So what do we do now?
3: Well, we do what they did: is that we ignore their government. We we uh, demand, or we don't demand. We uh, make ourselves independent from the the forceful government, and then we start all over again.
4: Is this something you foresee happening rapidly? and
3: Oh, it's going to happen. Empires never come back. They always fall. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to happen in my time.
2: And most empires uh, only last 200 years, so we're actually ahead of the game at this point in time. But we're at the, at the end of our empire.
4: You know how long fiat you, currencies you guys a- feel like that in, oh. in the state of the world right now?
2: Definitely. Just,
4: just as watching. So we feel like what? You really feel like the empire will fall.
2: Oh yeah, the empire oh, yeah. has the Right,
4: to fall. right has now, to fall. right now. Not right now. In the, next,
2: in the next ten years, it's yeah, going to yeah. fall. You, you feel like
4: so the two of you Before feel like people are breaks. aware enough. You feel like enough people are aware enough. It has nothing for the to do with the, to fall. No.
2: it has nothing no. to do with their awareness. It has to do with the the, we're the, the we're it has a lot to do
4: With that. It, no, were it the it Russians,
3: with the Russian, with a population of Russia, aware when the USSR fell, no. Not at Did all. They make it happen. No, it, it's the government fell. Were the people of Rome aware of what's go. going on? You know, were the people of East Germany aware of what was going on?
2: No, empires wow. fail because they f- they 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 just it's, fail. That's just they're they're not intended to survive. They they they, <laughs> they they spend all the money, they take up all the resources, and they destroy the country that they're in.
3: They're a fucking virus, just like from the
2: movie uh The Matrix. They're a cancer. It's
5: mm-hmm. the yep.
2: same thing. Mm-hmm. So it's going to have to fail. It's going to have to fall. It's going to have to die in order for us to get past it. And fortunately enough, um, there is surviving it in the long run. But it's not going to be a, a pleasant situation. It's not going to just. It's not going to just go away. There is no treatment for it. Hence the reason
3: why I, I have an escape clause. Or I'm trying to build an escape. <laughs> the escape clause. clause.
1: get my being a cat can be damn tedious people dangling bells and bits of string in your face all the time just be a dog run around, catch frisbees pee on a fire hydrant life's more rewarding and you get access to lots of treats catch Salty Talk Mondays and Wednesdays and every Friday for Salty's weekend warm up 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Add a little salt to your life. And be more dog.
6: This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. is the truth. Nothing more.
2: Oh, that thing we call the truth. What an amazing thing it is. You're listening to the first 52 Razz, Radio Live.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos, Radio Confluence, and of course, On the D. We are all here for you. We're ready to get going. We're ready to to share so much information so many different stories it's a fully loaded night we got Forto Jones he's making his triumphant return to the first 52 we'll get with him momentarily and we'll talk about Guatemala a little bit uh, then we, we may have Matt Ma- Matt Major from the Matt Major show uh, joining us in the uh, I don't know the, the, the second 30 hour the second 30 minutes of the show he might be joining us and, and jumping on board Oh, I know why that's going on. Sorry, Gorilla. You know, I forget things sometimes. That should probably be better.
5: <sighs>
2: and then in the third, o- uh, second hour, we have Chris Wyatt. Uh, we're going to get into a lot of uh, vaccine discussion with him. And I'm sure it's going to be enjoyable. But, you know, before I can get really rolling here, now that i fixed my issues over on the other side of the world there, it's only appropriate to throw this in. Let's if we 're going to do, oh no, that 's not the one I wanted. What did I do? Oh, I messed it all up anyway, honey, are you over there i'm here you're there, Dave, are you over there? Have you ever run a radio show before? No, I think this is my <laughs> first I think this is my first time ever doing this it 's really confusing. I confused right. myself
3: i 've left for two and a half years. <laughs> You still
5: can't
2: get it right. <laughs> I don't know, my friend. I really don't know. I, I'm working. I, I got all these things going on in front of me. I'm smacking my microphone now. It's just I'm, I'm kind of tweaked out because I got you back with me. I've got Lexi with me. I, I've got so many guests coming in tonight. It's, it's just, just like just, the old days. It's, I know. It's exciting. That's what I'm saying. Wow. What, what do you mean, Wow.
4: I'm excited
2: for you. I'm glad you're excited. <laughs> it is uh, it is uh, May sixteenth. I've been working two days, an hour away from where I'm used to working, so I'm I'm a little scatterbrained. I'm a little uh, spastic, uh, so I apologize for that. And, and I'm excited. I just got so much going on tonight. I don't know. Things don't sound right to me right now. Does it sound okay to you, Dave? It does. does it, it does. And I'm and I'm you know, thousands of miles away. <laughs> does it sound okay to you, honey? Just ducky. Just ducky. All right. Well, what what I wanted to really open my monologue with before i totally jacked it all up um i spent two days in a, in a, in another area from where i'm used to being at i've been in uh in an area i really don't experience much haven't experienced much throughout my life honey i think you uh you probably grew up in a in a a more similar Careful environment there <laughs> in a more similar environment to where i where i've been hanging out the past two days <laughs> and uh it was impressive impressive to me and and uh, disheartening at the same time. Uh, you see people struggling, and you see a different way of life, a way that I'm not quite used to seeing. And part of what Dave did with his trip was to see life a different way and, and experience different things and, and get away from some of the bullshit that uh, we endure here in the States. And, and I spent this time there. And it was interesting. It really uh, it it opened up my eyes to some things. And, and when you when you look at things differently and you you really think about it, it it's depressing sometimes, Dave. And, and I know part of why I say that is we hear the birds chirping and it's it, it's beautiful where you're at, but it's it's a depressed region. It's um, it's not quite uh, the most amazing thing.
3: It's just not what I'm used to, you know. Um, like the real estate here isn't as cheap as you would think, <clears throat> but the buildings are, diff- are built much differently, and um, mostly because we're in an earthquake country. I gotta get closer to Mike.
2: <clears throat> so in the earthquake country, they have to be, uh, you know, able to, to handle things a little better. You're coming through fine over this way. Don't forget.
3: Yeah, well, this building that I'm living in is, you know, it's metal, concrete, you know, this will, this will survive an earthquake. But because it's it's built strong, it's not built, you know, with fancy things on it. I mean, it's got a a, a metal roof. Um, there's no shingles. There's no, you know, I'm looking at a, a brand new house right over there, and they didn't even paint it. You know, it's just uh, cinder blocks. Um, but they're living in it, and it's got electricity, and there's a streetlight in front of it. Um. But I wouldn't call it depressing. Like When I first got here, um, if somebody said to me, all right, we could, we'll, take, we'll take you over to the lake. We'll jump on a, uh, a seaplane, and I'll get you back to the uh, Guatemalan airport, and we'll fly you home, I would have done it because it kind of looks – it really is kind of depressing. But then you've got to find out that um, you know, like this area in particular is middle class, and they just don't know, you know how to make things nice because you know they think this is gorgeous compared to what it used to be. But you know, there's fucking you know dogs running around. I got bit by a dog. Uh, two oh, did one finally get you? It got me. Yeah, right in the back of the calf.
2: Yeah. Oh. Did I, pit- I, was, I, I was walking with groceries, so I. I, I, I uh, you were I, carrying I, I, some I, I meat, weren't you? You had some meat in those bags, didn't you?
3: No, no, I just actually had I had two gallons of water on each side and uh, something else. I, I really couldn't like kick the shit out of it. But uh, when I see it again,
2: it'll it'll learn to fear me. Hey, you'll kick the shit out of it next time, won't you?
3: yeah definitely
2: uh so uh honey i know you you probably wait have...
3: Wait, i gotta ask you a question where the fuck were you when you just said you you were about an hour away you didn't you didn't say what town you were in i was, was in palmetto
2: away. oh okay yeah, yeah okay uh, <laughs> uh, kind of ghetto <laughs> uh, you know people are great i i, I acted as i do and mm-hmm. um i i think everybody appreciated that it was it was an interesting experience let's let's leave it that way i mean um i i don't i grew up very privileged you know when people talk about white privilege um i kind of lived that lifestyle growing up as a child i i didn't have concerns i didn't worry about anything i had all that i needed my parents gave to me uh if i i was an emt all the cops knew me nobody ever questioned anything i did even though i was really somebody that they probably should have questioned a lot of times uh so when when you walk into, it, it, when, when you haven't experienced what I've experienced the past two days ever in your life, it makes you appreciate it. I never lived poorly. Uh, I never was homeless. I've always had, even though I probably shouldn't have at times. But I've figured out how to make it happen. But I never lived the way I watch people living in these situations. And it really, it, it, it took me back a little bit. It made me go wow. You know that's that's a different way.
3: Yeah, you know, I lived in South St. Pete for four months. What a shithole! I was I'm more afraid was more afraid there than than here. Um, but I understand what you're talking about. People, there are certain classes of people that just don't give a shit about the area that they live in. You know,
2: but it's not even that. Like the outsides were nice, and and once you went inside, is where you see the difference. And we have a few of those here where I live, not many, mm-hmm. but right. there. What we have maybe three percent of here was 95 percent there so it really it it took me back a little bit it it, and it made me think of what you're going through and how you responded when you first arrived um out there you know you were like oh wait did i do the right thing here
3: oh my god it reminded me of i shit you not the south bronx in the late 70s early 80s it's just you know uh, you know, without the the abandoned cars, but there are certainly pe- you know pieces of property with. I saw an old Subaru Brat today um, that was half taken. I apart. always you know, wanted the, the, one of them, dude. <laughs> yeah, the the real safe car, you know, because the, the 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 seats where you put your kid, kids kids in are, in are in the bed.
2: Right. Yeah. Well, I hey, <laughs> I used to ride the bed of the pickup when I was a kid. So
3: you know, so uh, it, it, you know, it, it's just a different mentality. Everyone here, dude. Everyone here is so effing nice. You know, I spent the last two days on the back of my landlord's motorcycle riding bitch. And, you know, he's like waving everybody. Hello. Hello. He knows. Not the butt.
2: Not the butt. Yeah. Well, and not that's nice though put- that he's he's he. I know I'm just been a dick. I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah. I got to be a dick every once in a while. <laughs> no, but I get your point. You know, it is. It, it sounds like we're not or, or you know, the gringos aren't frowned upon. They don't mind it. Oh,
3: no, not at all. I thought for sure because the the podcast that I listened to I was like yeah you, you have the gringo advantage if you go off the 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 the, the tourist path um, that some of these people probably have never even seen a gringo and they'll 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 pay special attention to you and that's not the case here in Um there are so many people here you know so many I shouldn't say so many but there are you know every block that I go on I see another you know, gringo um, <clears throat> eventually I'll probably know them all um, but. They don't look at me funny. They're nice. They smile when I go and cuz I go shopping and I don't know, you know, a, a lick of Spanish. And I can make my way through. They're very nice. And um Do they know English for the most part there? Oh, no. no. There, there are a couple places where, you know, like the the restaurant I went to this morning, their their menu uh had English, you know, subtitles. Um, <laughs> for for some of it. How's it feel uh,
2: being the guy getting subtitles now in the main
3: well, it's really a, a a sobering feeling because, you know, in the States, if you come there to try to make a better life and, you know, you didn't learn the language beforehand, people yell at you. You come to this country, you learn my language, right? Here, they don't give a fuck. You know, they try to make it. They're, they're not telling you that, you know, you have to learn Spanish, but you should. Um, but they're definitely more open to it. And they, they like that you spend their money here, you know? They don't. They don't mind me at all. I'm fuck. I'm going to buy a brand new motorcycle tomorrow. They don't give a shit.
2: They're yeah, pretty cheap too. Like uh, I heard fifteen hundred on that show. Fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah. For for a decent less bike. Mo-
3: less money than the motorcycle I just bought in January. That's an eighty-five Honda. I'm, I'm actually buying a Honda hold, as well.
2: Hold on. Four Hold on. Be quiet for a second, everybody. This is his. I'm going to turn up his his gain here. Listen. That's his environment that he's listening to right now.
3: That's how I get – hold on, let me move this around.
2: That's how I get woken up in the morning. That's got to be great to hear that.
3: It is great, but every so often there's, you know, a couple dogs bark. Shut the dog up. And, uh, (laughs) you know, I I, I have experienced fireworks going off at fucking 4 o'clock in the morning when they party. You know, as I said on, you know, Father-in-Law Show, I want an anarchy. I got anarchy.
2: Yeah, you absolutely got anarchy. Hey, listen, there's somebody here that wants to say hi because, you know, he's missing you a little bit, Mikey. Mm -hmm. Say hi to Dave. Hi. Hey, Mikey, how's it going?
7: Can you hear me? I can. How?
3: How? <laughs> I have headphones on. You're speaking into a microphone. You're, oh. the, the, the sound waves for, uh, travel out of your mouth. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're gonna, this is like how microphones, microphone's work on. now here on the first 52. Uh, he, he's missing you. Know, he wanted to say hi. Mikey, Dave's very far away now. He did his trip, and he arrived, and he's safe. I wanted you to see him.
7: Uh, when is he coming back?
3: Dave? November 9th. November eighth, right before Thanksgiving. Back. Yeah. What do you think of that? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be able to go to the beach at all with you this summer. That's one of the things I really like doing was hanging out at the beach with you guys. But I'm not even I'm not even anywhere near a beach or a real beach.
2: Well, we'll have the uh, boat still on the uh, still operating uh, by that point in time. because I've almost got my boat up and running. So we'll have the boat up and running. We'll we'll still take you out, Dave, when you get back. Yeah, yeah,
3: keep in mind, I have bigger fish to fry when I get home. Very good. My uh, I, my I, son's
2: uh, my, their my baby, <laughs> their grandchild, grandchild, fifteen. Hey, um, Grandpa Dave. Um, yeah. say bye, Mikey.
7: Squeeze me. Uh, can can you try to come back earlier?
2: Nope.
7: Oh. <laughs>
2: At least he's honest, right, Mikey? I don't know. Yeah, well, say d- bye d- to d- Uncle d- Dave.
3: D- All right, uh, without without trying to raise you up, there's a slight chance I might come back in thirty days, in uh, ninety days. Um, but it's not looking good cause, um, I'm having a really good time and, um, am I, I might come home, you know, November, see my grandchild and come back. There you go.
2: Hey, it might be what happens. Mike, you say bye to uncle Dave.
7: Bye. Bye.
8: Bye.
5: <laughs> <laughs> bye.
2: He wanted to say hi to you. So I wanted to throw him up there and let him get a chance to say hi to you. So, All right, cool. you know, it, it's, it's, you're part of our family here and it's, it's been interesting knowing you're, you've moved on and. You know, you're you're taking this exploration, and the birds yeah, are getting just, rapid out there. What the hell?
3: I, I'm gonna send. A, I'm gonna bring your wife and child down here.
2: Bye bye. No, that's what you were saying. You're you're gonna steal my wife and kid and, and ship them down to Guatemala. Start a restaurant right, so, without me.
3: So let me let me tell you something that I just learned today. Right? What's that? <laughs> so this is a four unit apartment building that that's on top of my landlord's one unit. You know, uh, his his place is one full size. There's okay. two units on each floor. I just found out that this is not the. uh the in season, so I am the only one renting here right now. That's why I'm moving the apartment up to the uh, top floor, to to the other side where I see the uh, the volcanoes. Um, I was telling my friend, who's you know probably going to go through a divorce in a little bit, and I was like, Rich, just get your fucking uh, your your passport. I was like, I make enough money on Social Security that I could afford two apartments and you know both of us to live off of my my paycheck. <laughs> So I could get your, you know, I can get your wife, your your son. I, you know, if if there's no unit here, I could have them stay in a place for you know, a week or two or a month for very little money. Sold. <laughs>
2: She's ready to come. <laughs> She's all about it, man. I, I,
3: yeah. Well, well. Tomorrow I'm gonna because I just got my cell phone, uh, 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 my cell service today. So tomorrow I'm actually gonna go, and I'm also more comfortable. Oh, there's one thing I gotta tell you guys. What that? happened? To me, what's today? Tuesday. Happened to me Sunday. Um, and I didn't really tell anybody about it. Um, a couple of months ago, I cut my I cut the side of my foot on the left side. the Left. Oh, you're foot. You're not losing
2: normally. another toe, are you? I
3: can't lose that toe because well well here's the thing I've been walking that that two weeks I was in Vermont I was on my feet a lot and that kind of irritated uh that area where the bone used to be.
2: We can't change your no name. The three well, toes. Well, if <laughs> anything it'd, it'd just be less of a fourth, fourth <laughs> left foot. It'd Dave. be double um, double four toed.
3: So here's the thing. Sunday night, I start feeling my, my see my my foot is is swollen and I feel the heat. Now that that means it's an infection. infection Turns right. out the lady that uh, lives next door to me, I told you that there's nobody there, but she's moving out like tomorrow or or what's to say 16? She's moving out on the 20th. Um, so I went to see her and she goes, she's, she touches my foot. She goes, yeah, this is infected. And that's exactly what happened to me the last time.
2: <laughs> so what you do when you live in Guatemala is you go to the old lady that lives next door and let her touch your foot to determine yeah, if you're she's a nurse. She comes, oh, okay. she comes down here to open up and she's, she's,
3: uh, she's, well, you, from didn't, the you didn't
2: open up with that. She was a nurse, Dave. You just said that she was oh, the, the, your neighbor next door. this old lady, right?
3: <laughs> the neighbor, my neighbor, the nurse who comes down here to set up free clinics for the, for the indigenous population. Okay. Um, so she was like, "Yeah, get out, get antibiotics." Turns out here in the sta- here in Guatemala, you don't need a prescription to get antibiotics. So my at like six or seven o'clock at night, the pharmacy's twenty four seven, right? Um, my landlord was get, just about to run to go get me some uh, a Z pack, is what they call it. Um, turns out he had some in his apartment, gave me that, and I started taking the uh, the antibiotics that night. I stayed off my feet. Uh. Most of the, or the rest of Sunday and all day yesterday. I, pre- I, I binge watched so much Netflix yesterday. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So I wake up this morning. Like I went to bed at like seven, eight o'clock last night. Right. And I still feel my uh, foot warm. I woke up this morning. Everything was fine. I, I, I spent like two hours on the back of my motorcycle. I got my cell phone done. I, we went a little motorcycle shopping. Uh up like a bunch of stops. And I come back and I'm like, shit, This it, it doesn't really hurt anymore. Like, so I've already taken three pills. So I think I beat it this time before um, it grabbed the
2: hold and, and really did any damage.
3: Well, cause the last time I was up in Jacksonville doing that property preservation thing. And then my son went home. Um, so I'm working the business by myself and I used to be able to do 15, 20 lawns by myself. And I got it down to where I couldn't even do five or six. So I lost that. And then I moved back to St. Pete to that shithole in St. South St. Pete. And then I contacted my neurologist, uh, and he you know, took a month for me to see him. And then he suggested I go to the hospital. So all in all, it's probably about four or five months of me ignoring it. Whereas I caught it, you know, right away. And, uh, you know, like right now, I'm sitting with my foot on top of the desk.
2: <laughs> it's not bothering <laughs> you. It's, it's doing good. Well, that's good. You know, yeah. A lot of people worry themselves, uh, when people travel out of, out of country, um, that, that I, I something myself, like that's going to happen. I was like, "Holy shit! I gotta go
5: back
3: home. You know, I gotta go. I gotta go live in my mother's house and go to a local um, hospital and get this taken care of before, because I don't want anything bad to happen." Um So, fortunately, it, it probably did not eat to the bones, which is what the last uh infection did. Well, so, and there's doctors here. Like, um, I already, you know, I already went and looked at the clinic. I, they, they they speak English here. So, uh, all
2: in all, you point. would say that the that uh, your first, you know, initial response when you arrived is is calmed down now and you're 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 in a much happier uh position than you were you know Tuesday Wednesday of last week.
3: No well Tuesday Wednesday last week I was freaked out. But by Wednesday I had already gone to well Tuesday I had actually well, what what day is it? Today's Tuesday I here, now. I got here Tuesday right. So Tuesday afternoon I went to the store for the first time with my landlord. Wednesday I went by myself, handle it Thursday and Friday kind of stayed in because I, I was like a little bit afraid. But by Saturday, I went back out by myself again and started walking around. Oh, Saturday, we actually – I walked, I did a two-hour walk. That's really what inflamed the uh, – Wow.
2: You you did a two-hour work, walk?
3: Yeah. I, I was I, – And
2: I know what that means. That's a big deal for you to do that. I mean, honey, yeah. you know that as much as I do.
3: Right. And the streets yeah. are not – it's a lot of cobblestone – or rocks and potholes, you know, like I rolled my my left ankle probably like four times that day. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I didn't snap it, but uh, I'm eventually going to do that.
2: That's um, the foot you're missing the toe off of your left. No, you're missing the right toe, right? No, the left foot. Left, left foot. foot is so the, what people might not understand, how important a pinky toe is. So we've discussed this before. You, you don't well, think about it until it's not there. It's more involved than that. Like that, out of, out of the two feet of mine that are fucked
3: up, the left foot is the most fucked up. Um, but I don't want to get into that. Um what I'm saying, so that's that's why I decided I, I got to go buy a motorcycle because I found out they were relatively cheap. You know, right. I could spend um you know hundred bucks a month on little, those little taxis, but I got to know Spanish for that too because I need them to take me. I want to go exploring. Like there's a town right up the mountain. It's like twenty
2: minutes away. Um, so first step for any of the listeners out there that are going to do this is probably learn Spanish before you leave the country, not when you absolutely. get there. Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. That's that is that is one thing I would say to do. To, to, so that way, when you get here, you're not immobilized like I was. I you know? think I
4: suggested um, this and you were like, yeah, I'll do that when I get there. <laughs> Although well, you'll well, pick the, it up really quick now that you're there. Yeah, you're a smart so.
2: guy, so it shouldn't be too hard for you.
3: Well, well, the problem was that I have these, you know, these these lessons uh, on MP3 and they're, they're you know one of them. I, I got off the Internet. You know, it's a thousand bucks. I mean, I didn't pay for it, but uh, it's a thousand dollar lesson. And uh it was quite good, but, you know, I kept listening it for the last year or so, but I had nobody to, excuse me, practice with. So I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll, I'll learn it when I get down here. And I figured I would, um, pick up on it quicker, but because I'm almost 50 years old, you know, I don't, I don't learn things quickly. Um, plus I don't, you know, I, I guess I have a, a little bit of ADHD and I just don't want to, you know, focus on listening to a, a half hour CD on how to speak Spanish. But, uh, I've been picking it up and, um, like, I've been listening when I go out. I actually listen and try to separate the words and, and pick things out. And, uh, you can, in three months, man, I'm going to be able to have conversations everywhere, you know, that I got to buy something. Like, I'll be able to order food. I'll be able to read some stuff. Plus, now that I got the phone uh, done, I could actually put apps on the phone so that I could, con- I can convert it right there. So, well, it's yeah, not and you be
2: out. you don't even need to know what they're saying. You can just hold the phone up and watch it as they're talking to you because it, uh, it automatically translates for you, right?
3: I don't know. I have to look into these apps. Um, but I do, I do believe there's one that you speak into and it, it just comes out the other, you know, it'll, it'll say it the other way. Um, but like I said, I'm, I'm also going to look into, uh, going to Spanish school, but I gotta, I gotta weigh that out. I only have X amount of dollars. And if I'm going to blow 1500 bucks on a motorcycle, um, I might have to ratchet back when I'm going to take Spanish lessons, but you know, uh, whatever, you know, like I've heard, <laughs> You got to figure son- out. I don't know. Here's the thing: is my son is really fucking my life up. Right? Is
2: he still giving you problems? For all the way from there. Yeah, the other day he's like, oh, I broke up with her
3: again. I had to go back to the old house because I still have the old house.
4: What's up with um, his leg? His leg. Yeah.
2: Well, obviously, that's news to him, honey. What do you want? No freak the poor guy out what's up with his leg then tell us I thought oh,
4: I thought I saw a post where he had like uh, some stitches on his leg it looked no, that's like
3: That's a guy that's that's a guy named Matt Cunningham no relation whatsoever Oh okay <laughs> I Is just saw always...
4: I I saw it at some point today when I was at work so yeah I must have just saw Cunningham and thought I saw your son's post I don't know why Yeah
2: I always thought he was part of you too and then I realized years ago that he wasn't
3: Yeah we we're, we're actually friends because I posted on somebody's Cunningham, I think it actually was uh, Lou Lewis from down there. Oh, you know, uh, Naples. Uh, Lu- yeah, jo- uh, Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis, right? He knows another David Cunningham, so I was like, "Hey!" <laughs> and then all of a sudden, anyway. Uh, <laughs>
4: Sorry, sidetrack. My son
3: keeps going <laughs> Dave, back. Dave, to side story.
4: <laughs> he's, he's... <laughs> that was kind of my fault. <laughs>
3: yeah. So my son went back to this fucking psycho stripper bitch for like the fifth time. And I told him today, I was like, "Listen, I just, I just planned on cutting, my, you know, I, like I made these plans when I come back from the states that I'm gonna go live on a boat if I could pull it off." Um, and then I was like, "All right, well, if you if you got to get the baby, then I'll live with you and I'll be your built-in babysitter." Like I was ready to give up the next four or five years of my life for this kid, mm. and um, he just goes back again. I'm like, and like I was ready to give him some money. I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm not giving you nothing anymore. I was like, put my shit back in storage because I gave him the key to the storage unit. It's like put my shit back in the storage room and fucking lose the key because I don't want to give you anything anymore. You know, my kid just needs to grow the fuck up. Well, we want and, them all
2: to grow up, brother. And sometimes, you know, we don't. Yeah, have but he's that. he's
3: stressing me, my mother, his mother out, and we're all like trying to rally against him. And my, you know, it's just, ah, uh, I got, I got, I got to like, I'm so glad I'm here because that way I can't deal with that fucking shit.
2: You know. So salty. Deal- salty was trying to send you Lexi, um, uh, this story, but she sent it to me because yours isn't working, I guess. The cost of living in Guatemala is 37.71% lower than the United States. Uh, rent in Guatemala is 63% lower than in the United States. And it's a, it's a breakdown here of the average, um, cost of, of things like meal, ex- inexpensive restaurant is 37 Q, which Dave, you can explain that to us. That's about five dollars. Right, because so I
3: I spent seventy Q today, and it was you know nine fifty five is what it converts to.
2: So a meal for two people mid range restaurant mid range restaurant would be three courses at one hundred and fifty five Q. Yeah,
3: that's uh, so that's ten. That's uh, twenty bucks.
2: All right, so yeah, meal at McDonald's is about forty two. Domestic beer, one pint draft is fifteen Q. Did you see that I had Brooklyn beer here? You said something about that.
3: Yeah, I, I took a picture and put it on Instagram. Then I'm, I went all the way to Guatemala to have a Brooklyn lager. I, I, I don't think I ever had
2: one before. But um, I
3: just want to I, I put that out there. Be like, look, it's not that ridiculous down here. You know, I'm talking to you through Skype with video, right? So Mark has just as good as internet as I do.
2: I shit you not. <laughs> he might actually have worse internet than you do. No, we, we were talking about it uh, before I
3: went on his show last week because we tested shit.
2: There he goes. He's getting the testing thing again. Uh, One of the things I'm seeing here, and this really could help the average American rube.
3: Wait, wait. I want want to tell you more about this specific area and why it's even steeper because I'm 5,000 feet up in the air, right? Uh, This is something I learned just recently that their daylight here is only about 12, 12 and a half to 13 hours a day, 365, you know, throughout the year. Um, So, and since I'm so high up, uh, there's not a summer. There's not a winter. It's the eternal spring. I don't have – there's no air conditioners. There's no heaters here. I have slept so comfortably. All I have is a ceiling fan. I've slept so comfortably since I got here. That it, it was amazing. Like at night, I closed the windows. What's the humidity like? It's a little high. Like it's, it's a tiny bit sticky, right. tiny, tiny, tiny bit, but nothing like Florida. Like Florida, you go outside and it just feels like somebody threw a fucking wet blank, hot wet blanket on you. Yeah, it's certain here, times of the year, yeah. Here it's just like I could go down another degree or to another couple of degrees with the humidity, but it's it's not killer. And and I'm in now in the um rainy season, right? So this is why it's a little bit more humid here. Come uh November when I leave actually. Uh that's when that's when the season is. Uh since so it's, it's like November to whatever it is, maybe September on. Um <coughs> It is it is absolutely gorgeous. So there's no you know high electric bill now here is here's the other thing. Electric bills or well, the cost per kilowatt is is significantly higher here than it is anywhere else because it's harder to produce and harder to 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 transport it.
2: I mean, is it higher um, than Jacksonville cuz Jacksonville's got some shit fucking horrible electric bills. I remember seeing Gloria's electric bill and and your mom's up there, it's, like, fucking, like, $500 for a month in the summer. Yeah,
4: but they both run their AC with, like, doors wide open, so...
2: Was that thunder here yeah, or
4: Yes, thunder here. No, that was was yeah. that thunder
2: here? Yeah, was I could th- feel it. I oh, know. I just put my foot back on the... Uh,
3: oh, yeah? Okay, then it wasn't me. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, th- I thought that was... I'm like, whoa, what was that? So that's the interesting thing, doing this from... So I just want to point out that Dave... Um, was right on. I, I transferred this currency in the U.S. dollars, and that meal inexpensive restaurant was five oh five when I converted that. How many Q was it? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. And,
3: and and you and you tip ten percent here. So let's say it's thirty five kizalis. You, you actually it's forty. Let's just say it's three point five. So let's just say for shits and giggles, you give you know, forty five kizalis. It's,
2: it's it's nothing. They're happy then. They're like, whoa, yeah, Gringo. Yeah. we like you. And, <laughs> Right,
5: I, I and for got, you smokers, for
2: you smokers, right now spending. Uh, I mean, if you're in New York, you're spending seventeen dollars for a pack of Marlboro. If you're here in Florida, you're spending. Yeah, I, I probably say eight to ten dollars a pack. Uh, in 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 Guatemala, it's three dollars a pack for Marlboros. Yeah, it's that
3: probably not nearly as contaminated as the shit in, in the states are because, you know, they have the anti-flammable uh, uh, stuff that's
2: uh, the ingredients that are in there.
3: Uh, but on the other side of that coin, you don't make a lot of money here either. Oh, yeah. Well, that's like, why you uh, got to come
2: there rich or on on American. Well, you don't even
3: have to be rich. I'm on fuck. I'm poor in uh, you're poor in America. I'm poor. In America. I'm rich down here. Right. You know, um, but you can if you're a hustler, like if you if you opened up. All right. So um, that. That restaurant I went to the other day, where I showed you the uh, on Instagram the beer and the the, the cheeseburger and shit like that, um, that is run every Saturday. He runs a an a, it's the, it's called the Gringo Bar. Too. Oh, it's not the name, but the Gringos hang out there every Saturday. He does an American barbecue, right? Right. And on Sunday he does it on another another city. So he probably begs, I don't know, four or five hundred bucks for the weekend, maybe maybe close to a thousand, right? And then he, he doesn't work the rest of the week. That's you know, awesome. so to make let's just say he makes let's just say on the conservative side, he makes five hundred dollars for the weekend, right, right. yeah with profit and that shit, so he's making two thousand bucks a month working two four six eight like you and salty would fucking love it down here
2: oh, I'm sure I'm looking at the average monthly net salary average monthly net salary five hundred and sixty eight dollars a month
4: oh yeah. God,
2: that's the average okay. monthly net salary. do you know how much money I make on disability uh twenty one two thousand dollars well That's it's not, 1996 i was gonna say 18 to 21 is about what i was yeah. thinking yeah
3: so i'm four times what the average person makes down. Here.
2: you're a fucking baller yeah, yeah. dude you're you're balling right. Dave, finally you're, well you were balling before back in the day before the crash i mean you balled Correct. before but now you're yeah. balling in a different way
3: right and and here's the funny thing is i don't my costs are even cheaper because um like in in florida my my rent is half of my disability payment here it's even let's just say I went up moving to a nicer spot. I could rent a house for four or five hundred dollars a month, right? And let's say I got the bills for another hundred dollars. So let's just let's just say six hundred dollars a month. So now my bills go from you know twelve, thirteen hundred dollars a month to six hundred dollars a month.
2: I don't need a car. What size I apartment need, are you renting? Uh, right here, uh, uh, I don't no, know. I mean, what's uh, in this in this scenario? We're putting outside.
3: Oh, two bedroom, one bath, uh, right. private house.
2: What am are you in city center or are you outside city center?
3: I am in Panama. Look up uh, anything in. Lake well, Atlanta, they, they,
2: they've got what they basically have here is I guess City Century is uh, one of the large cities in the area. And then it says Guatemala. outside of City, City Century.
3: You would not. I would not. I don't even want to step foot back in uh, Guatemala City.
2: So in City Century, a three bedroom centra, yeah, uh, is eight seventy seven, uh, yeah. which is really the same here in Florida. That's uh, like
3: that's like uh, Manhattan.
2: And outside yeah. of there is four ninety five for a 3 bedroom is what we're right. talking and
3: about here. Wait, wait till you start to see some of the pictures I'm going to start taking from the lake, right? Now once once I get mobile again, oh here, here here's a lovely thought, right? I I really wanted to buy a used motorcycle because it's already registered and the legality for me to get it over to to me will probably take a day or two, right? It takes 20 days for me to get my license plate from the dealer when I buy the motorcycle from the dealer, right? right. And I was riding again, I'm riding around with 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 uh, my landlord and I'm like, "Yeah, maybe I'll just ride around here with no plates on it, right?" And then I started looking around at all the motorcycles, half of them don't have mo- license plates. Uh-huh. I'm like, "Oh f-. I'm like, fuck. I'm going to blend right back right in here, you know, like I was really kind of sweating. I was like, I'm not going to buy this thing and not drive it for 20 days." I'm like, go, oh, I don't have to. I could I could actually and we we have a compound here that we have a locked gate, right? And we just move them, bring the motorcycles in and lock the gate and I come up to my apartment and I got a locked door here. Um I I can't wait to start doing it. I actually I'm thinking about buying a fucking GoPro. Uh just so that I could take so much video, you know. It's really kind of cool. Um I I I'm so glad I came here, you know, uh, now that I'm a week or so in.
2: Yeah, you definitely need to get something. I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily say a GoPro, but maybe get one of those like sunglass cameras. You know, yeah, something that that's not too. so obvious that you're recording.
3: Well, no, here, here. All right, so here, here's a ne- negative side. Getting shit like that in this country is near impossible. Well, I can like get it I, and ship I, it to you. I, well, that's the part. That's the hard part is getting it to me from the states. Okay. Although I do know of a system. I that you I can't
4: could, even send them care packages. Why not? Doesn't technically, have an address.
3: That's another thing. I don't have an address. Can
2: not you get a right? PO box, or they don't have PO boxes?
3: No, there's no. I am like, all right. So there are plots of land. Let's just say, let's just say they're square, right? And uh, I don't know. Fifty by fifty, let's just say. So each but each person has these these plots of land. I am like two plots of land off the road. <laughs> I literally have to take a fucking path out of here, a dirt path through a uh, through farms. Like there are farms on either side of us, or or I shouldn't say farms. It's people's crops from the houses. That I they so have you here. were talking
2: about gardening or 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 whatever they were doing the first day you were there. You sent a picture of somebody gardening. Are they oh, yeah. picking weed. They're what still, are they they're, picking? They're they're out there right now. Speaking no, of weed, actually, I think- speaking of weed, is that like uh, illegal there? <clears throat> oh. <laughs> I mean, I know you're staying clean, you
3: but riding motorcycles without a license plate is illegal. Just to give you an idea, all right. So I was walking. I was walking to the second or third day, and and uh, Peter, the uh, the landlord, had warned me. You're going to meet uh, Weed Bob or Bob Weed or whatever. He's just some fucking dude that 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 was born in Appalachia. He got in trouble, came down here, uh, wound up talking shit to a, a retired U.S. marshal. The guy, the marshal called up back there, and they came down here to get him for seven years. He he walks by in the street and he goes, "Hey," because he actually saw me
2: uh, roll my ankle.
3: He goes, "Oh man, you're tripping all over this place." Like, so, "Yeah, yeah, blah, blah blah." He goes, "You want some weed? I got good weed right out in the middle of the street."
2: And nobody cared. Nobody right said a out
3: word. Out well, first of all, it was in English, and so probably the locals really didn't hear it. But, you know, that's balls. And I, I was talking about him last night, and I was like, yeah, I used to use cannabis for my pain management. He goes, yeah, if you need it, don't, you don't get it from him anyway. So I'm sure that there are ways that I can, you know, get it. Um, so let me it ask you depends. this. You,
2: you heard uh, – well, I'm sure you didn't hear it because you're all the way down there. Uh, today Bubba had uh, uh, McAfee on, huh? Uh John McAfee, and he was talking about his escape from uh, – Uh, What's the country next? Uh, Belize, and he he actually had to escape into Guatemala to get Mm -hmm. safe. Yeah, it's right next door. Yeah,
3: I guarantee he He went to Livingston, which is the place I was thinking about going,
2: Um, because it's it's
3: lit. It's a fucking boat ride. It's a half hour boat ride. Um, There's a there's a documentary. Was it on the other side of the lake? No, it's 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 part of the, uh, the Gulf or the Caribbean, whatever you want to call it. Because um, okay. part
2: you said boat small. ride, so I know you're on the lake there. So what's a down the river would get you there?
3: No, no, no. It's uh, like Belize is at the bottom half of the Yucatan Peninsula of, of Mexico, and then as you go down uh, Latin America, Guatemala has like a small portion that's on the water, and then Honduras is right next door to it. it. Um, so it it doesn't surprise me that he, you know, he probably went to Livingston, probably came had, probably passed through now on his way to Guatemala City to get on a flight to get the hell out of here. Or he could have take You know what I found out, what do you find out? I could out? take a, I I could take a bus to Texas. It's like 150 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> From and there to Texas? Yeah, just, uh, it's not even a sheet. Well, I'd have to take a, uh, like a shuttle from here to the bigger city that's close by. Get into like you know a Greyhound, and then you know whoosh, all the way. You know it's like a twenty-four hour drive, Ugh. and then I gotta end up in Texas.
2: That's wow, that's pretty crazy.
3: <laughs> yeah, like if, if I if I ever decide to drive here, I could actually drive to Texas, leave my car in there, and take a bus down. Because I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't drive through here. The driving is ridiculous. It's 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 ridiculous. Wow. Are you, you scared
4: were- to get on That's the road? That's me. Yeah, sorry.
3: No, because I'm from Brooklyn and I'm aggressive and and I can handle that shit. But people are walking next to you, they're riding next to you. You know, it, there is no personal space. And if there's a truck on the road and there's a motorcycle, two motorcycles behind it, motorcycles that come from around the sides and go on the other side of the street and and pass them, and nobody gives it. That's just the way it is. Like nobody gets mad. Ugh, and so it, it, it's but you really you just you know you can't drive. With your eyes closed, you can't
2: be – Considering I've commuted now for two days, and you know I don't commute for work. I walk out my front door, I climb on my golf cart, and I go to work. For -hmm. the past two days now, I've had to commute. I've been forced to commute. I've been forced to to drive through the rat race of driving. Mm -hmm. And I've been very calm, and I have a dash cam now, so I might post some of the videos of of my ranting on the road as I'm driving (laughs) because it does record me and outside.
3: Yeah, so I saw it in a picture.
2: So it's in a picture. Oh, like a picture in the van. Yeah. So it, it's it's kind of weird to watch how frustrating American drivers can be. Mm-hmm. And it's like the way you describe what you're seeing up there. It's almost like everybody congeals and and it just works.
3: Right. Because Where, everybody's used to doing it. I, I, I'll, I'll tell this story. When I first started working in Manhattan in 2004. No, I'm sorry. Two thousand um, I had lived in Long Island for six or seven or eight years at this point, and uh, like I, I wanted to get into a fight every single day because somebody was stepping on my toe somebody 's bag was fucking jabbing me on my side somebody 's umbrella was it was sticking on me, you know people were just. Jamming up with each other, and I was getting fucking angry. But a month later, I realized I was stepping on people's toes. My bag was hitting people. It's just because there's so many people in this tight area trying to get to the same spot that all of a sudden it kind of—it's like cool. So you step, somebody steps on your toe, and it hurts. But you're like, yeah, it's cool. I, you know, I know you didn't mean it. Nobody means it. So when they drive uberly aggressive, um
2: uberly oh, aggressive. you trying to say Uber drivers aggressive? <laughs> there is – actually, Uber is uh, down is, here. I was, is, I was just going to ask that. Is Uber down there? I believe so. I don't, I haven't tried ah, That's got to uh, be a scary ride because think about your ride from the airport. Imagine an Uber driver driving you around.
3: Well, here's the thing is because if you go with car service, uh, there, are, there are taxi drivers that will actually um, rob you. Right. But whereas Uber, Uber, you could just, you know, oh, you <laughs> you just work control, go, you're on
2: an app. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you yeah. that.
3: You'd be like, this motherfucker is, you know, robbed me. You give him negative stars.
2: <laughs> Man, that, that's true. I'll give you that. All right. Listen, uh, I need to go to the bathroom before I get into my next interview. You'll be around with us. Obviously, this is our first visit from Dave in Guatemala. Uh, this is his return. I mean, this is yeah. going to be every Tuesday. Right, Dave?
3: If, so far. Yeah. yeah Unless I find so something far. better
2: to do. He says <laughs> so far. Unless you start
3: it, drinking again. Well, here's the thing is it, it's only – like
4: commitments is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> good
2: point. On, it, I forgot about that. It's 4 o'clock
3: here, right? It's, it's 4 o'clock is when the show starts. So it's 4 to 6, so it's not that bad. Yeah, you, know? you can go so do, like do something
2: afterwards and 4. You're all good. You've got nothing yeah. else to do.
3: Well, it'll be sundown almost when, I, when, I'm, when I'm done, but I'm okay with that. I, I haven't ventured out at, at, after dark yet, but I will soon.
2: <laughs> Watch out for the fireworks, the cats, and the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I want to take a quick break here, guys uh we'll be back we got chris wyatt uh we're gonna get into vaccine conversation we didn't even get to that conversation about that uh study lexi so we can talk with about with chris uh it's gonna be your first experience with him uh so that'll be nice to to just uh have you develop a friendship with him because he's a good guy and i'm and, um, i want to support what he's doing he's doing uh a documentary i can't remember the name of it off the top of my head we talked about it last time he was on but we'll get into it uh but we'll be back in a couple minutes Take a break, go to the bathroom, figure out your stuff. You guys will listen to First 52. We'll be back. I love the content. Don't go anywhere. The First 52, First 52 will, be right will be right back. It
5: keeps
9: from my mind. Every time you cry, this from my mind? I gotta I get the road, to the road, and kiss me, kiss your back, and i session them, with the power. Now, what takes us every, every hour? Honey, needs are home, taking care of a flower. we make a make it, it right, right. We'll keep on every, every night when you're feeling full of love. Be the woman with the mic, in my name, my name in the shower. She's all felt the The perfect image, the way to be the The of made, of the pain pain of Superpowers. To she knows my rap superpowers Dana, I get into love, love, but still but I don't still speak Spanish Cause I'm way make them clap and get it, 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 it's, it, it's, it, it's a comic so I'm building my way manna Well, backstage, well, remain the same, the same shatter, shatter, get she she your, get your climbing up the, the ladder Let me tell to he be here For the final chapter I'm my knees, my
2: What's your name? Sean Ramsey. Lexi. Four Toes Sure, sure.
9: Dave. Dave,
4: Dave. Hey,
2: it's a, always
9: it's great to be on
0: the
2: first two, Sean and
10: I
0: Give
5: me a script here. Come on. put him under pressure. Bob, don't worry about it here.
11: Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob.
4: Bob Tuskin, you're
0: listening
11: to the First, first 52 50 50 50 on, on Razz Radio. With Razz, with my, with buddies, my buddies Sean Razz, and Lexi, and Lexi
1: Razz, Razz, and Razz, and that guy Forto. Guy you got
0: a, you got a, like a, little, like a little internet, internet, internet or podcasting, podcasting show or something? Choc, the some 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 drop, drop. drop. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. About what is the Choc, the drop, 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 drop it off?
7: In fact, we'll not listen if you don't tell me what it's about. It's about hip-hop,
0: hip hip-hop. Man, man, music, mm-hmm. music. Hold on, hold on, buddy. On, show, it's, it's, every it's Every other guy that's got good, a podcast, podcast around here, okay? okay? And where, can, and where people can people find the chocolate,
8: chocolate show. show? This man, man, yes, yes. Red, red, radio, live, pop. There you go. When does it air? saturday four o'clock Eastern time, okay? And where can people find the chocolate show?
6: Red, radio, live, pop. There you go. I wish you the best. The drop, the drop. I'm so basically, it's about every other person that's not in real radio that try to get in radio. Blue, yeah,
0: do, a yeah, I do a show, show, knock yourself nah, out, kid. No, read, the red, red, radio,
1: live, Rad live, there you go, there you go, do, 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 do,
5: do,
7: do, do, do
9: They guns. Guns. the water. Who shot, who shot, <laughs> general we military military your way to they with the We to go. with the zone. check check for rain on Controlled, controlled by the chemistry, the modified, the bred, grown, grown and focused. It's up to something under my control, injected, and in I'm in the the combat. So come on, on, it's a chemical, chemical,
1: fear of germs come from in this country. Have you noticed this? The media constantly running stories about all the latest infections salmonella, E. coli, hantavirus bird flu. So now everybody's running around scrubbing this and spraying that and overcooking their food and repeatedly washing their hands, trying to avoid all contact with germs. It's ridiculous and it goes to ridiculous lengths. In prisons before they give you a lethal injection they swab your arm with alcohol. (laughs) true, it's true, with it's true, well, they don't want you to get an infection, and you can see their point, wouldn't want some guy to go to hell and be sick, it would take a lot of the sportsmanship out of the whole execution, fear of germs, why these fucking pussies, you can't even get a decent hamburger anymore. They cook the shit out of everything now, because everybody's afraid of food poisoning. Hey, where's your sense of adventure? Take a fucking chance, will you? You know how many people die in this country from food poisoning every year? 9,000. That's all. It's a minor risk. <laughs> Take a fucking chance, bunch of goddamn pussies. Besides, what do you think you have having immune system g- for? It's for killing germs. But it needs practice. It needs germs to practice on. So, so listen. So listen. If you kill all the germs around you and live a completely sterile life, then when germs do come along, you're not going to be prepared. And never mind ordinary germs. What are you going to do when some super virus comes along that turns your vital organs into liquid shit? I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to get sick, you're going to die, and you're going to deserve it because you're fucking weak, and you got a fucking weak immune system. Yeah.
9: hey, God
1: damn it. hey. All right. Let me tell you a true story about immunization, okay? When I was a little boy in New York City in the 1940s, we swam in the Hudson River, and it was filled with raw sewage, okay? we swam in raw sewage you know, to cool off and at that time the big fear was polio thousands of kids died from polio every year but you know something, in my neighborhood no one ever got polio, no one ever you know why? because we swam in raw sewage it strengthened our immune systems the polio never had a prayer, we were tempered in raw shit So. So personally, I never take any special precautions against germs. I don't shy away from people who sneeze and cough. I don't wipe off the telephone. I don't cover the toilet seat. And if I drop food on the floor, I pick it up and eat it. I eat it. Yes, I do. Even if I'm at a sidewalk cafe in Calcutta, the poor section, on New Year's morning during a soccer riot. And you know something? In spite of all that so-called risky behavior, I never get infections. I don't get them. I don't get colds, I don't get flu, I don't get headaches, I don't get upset stomachs. And you know why? Because I got a good strong immune system and it gets a lot of practice. My immune system is equipped with the biological equivalent of fully automatic military assault rifles with (laughs) night vision and laser scopes. And we have recently acquired phosphorus grenades, cluster bombs and anti-personnel fragmentation mines. So, when my white blood cells are on patrol, reconnoitering my bloodstream, seeking out strangers and other undesirables, if they see any, ANY suspicious-looking germs of any kind, they DON'T FUCK AROUND! They whip out the weapons, they wax the motherfucker, and deposit the unlucky fellow directly into my colon! Into my colon! There's no nonsense! There's no Miranda warning, there's none of that three strikes and you're out shit! First defense, BAM! Into the colon you go!
2: from federaljack.com
0: you're listening to the first 52 where you can hear the inmates run the insane
2: I wish I I could do things right when I try it the first time I'm just way off my game tonight I'm sorry guys
5: I'll try harder
2: I'll try I'll try to make it better I promise Bertoed I still got you up there brother you do all right good deal honey you over there I am here. You're there. I know you've been really, you've been really looking forward to to this interview. You weren't involved in the first time that Christopher Wyatt joined us. A little history? No, you were not. And for Toad, um, you know, you have your opinion. You got a granddaughter coming. You have your opinion on vaccinations and, and the way, uh, you know, the the environment is is around us. So that's something you think about. Absolutely. So I'd like to invite Christopher back on the show. He's uh, He's been on with us before. We had a great conversation. Uh, it was a good time. And we're, we're going to refresh since you two haven't been on with him yet before. Uh, we have to bring you up to speed of his story and his situation. And then I want to get into a lot of this, the studies that have come out recently. And, and obviously, Christopher has got a documentary he's working on. Christopher, what's the name of your documentary?
10: It's Spotting the Truth, a documentary for the people, by the people. And the reason it's for the people, by the people, this, video, this documentary is being shot on cell phones and consumer-grade video equipment. I've literally made it to where anybody in the world can participate.
2: I know you've been reaching out a lot, and I appreciate you coming back on the show, man. I stand for what you're working on. Uh, you are not anti-vaccine you are are, are uh, anti-anything like you don't want it at all it's not about being anti-vaccine with you it's about uh, you've been damaged yourself
10: yeah the hepatitis c vaccine it nearly killed me you sound wait and can i, can I say I,
2: can i tell you something man uh, i don't know if you've been going on a treatment but it's been i don't know about two months or so since we talked and you sound a little better
10: Yeah, well, the night that we talked, I had had a very stressful week and absolutely no sleep. I have sleeping problems, which is something that did not occur until after the hepatitis B vaccine. Before that, I could pretty much sleep my life away. Now I toss and I turn and I have issues sleeping.
2: Okay. It's funny, honey. We were just talking about that last night. Well, I know you're not you're not fully vaccinated. I was in the Army. I got the military vaccines when I was twenty three years old um and and you know we were just last night talking about how both of us can't tell if we're asleep or if we're dreaming we're asleep
4: yeah,
2: do we not have that conversation?
4: Yeah, but I blame our mattress more <laughs> blame so our mattress. than anything right now. <laughs> that
2: That's my wife, Christopher, and then forto Dave said hi real fast.
3: Hey, and stop calling me for toad on the show, please. All Remember right. we did that yeah, last I time. I know,
2: I know, I know. Especially anyway. with <laughs> it's, it's Dave. <laughs> it's Dave. Yeah. We you. call him Dave. So I'm sorry, Christopher, I didn't mean to interrupt you. But go ahead, continue with, uh, so it was the hepatitis C vaccine. You were a nurse, if I'm not mistaken? The
10: hepatitis B vaccine. B- I B. actually, I have worked briefly as a nurse's aide. I have mostly done, you know, a lot of different jobs where I've had cleaning. You know, I actually used to have my own cleaning company. I've done you know, various things. The doctor recommended it for a number of reasons. It all sounded legitimate to me, but still in the back of my mind, I thought there was something off about this, and I should have gone with my gut instinct because I would be a lot healthier now. I mean, I'm in good health. I'm in better health than most people, but I think I could be in better health. And four hours after I had that vaccine, I was in the emergency room, They were packing me in ice, and they were telling me that I had the flu. I remember I had some sort of seizure. I mean, the details of that night are kind of fuzzy. But what's not fuzzy to me is the next day when I went to go get a glass of water, and I could not hold on to the glass. Wow. And it continued from there. I became somebody who had... You know, very little feeling in my hands. I remember that I was like poking my hand with a knife, and you know, I couldn't even feel myself. You know, I wasn't stabbing myself hard or anything, but you're supposed to feel that. I couldn't feel it.
2: And wow. that's that's you know, experiences people have at different times, and and that's one of the big ones you hear when. And that's uh, um, you know, doctor. Uh, there's doctors that we listen to, or that I've listened to, that talk about two and talking. And when it gets to childhood vaccinations, now you don't believe anybody should be vaccinated, right?
10: I don't believe anybody should be vaccinated, and there's a reason for that. I have done a lot of research, and it shows that the childhood illnesses are required for the building of the normal human immune system. They knew back in before 1903 that having measles cured eczema, They've known since before the 1940s that having the mumps lowers a woman's chance of ovarian cancer. And measles plays a role in, you know, various forms of cancer, including breast cancer. Having the chickenpox actually can lower your risk of certain childhood neurological problems, as well as it cuts your risk of brain cancer by 20%.
3: What, what say that again? I, I'm sorry. I was in the middle of typing something because that, that's I do... what
2: I and I was trying to tell Lexi. I wanted to come to her because we, we've recently uh, there's a new study that just came out on the 27th of April, if I'm not mistaken, honey. There's somewhere around that time. And th- this is something we wanted to get into with Matt Major because he was uh, he was tied up. and He couldn't get in and he, he messaged me and said he couldn't get there. And I appreciate that, Matt. And we'll, we'll get to it, too. I, I want to have this conversation with you and Lexi also. Uh, and I wanted that different side tonight. That's why I asked uh, for him to join us because all, all four of us right now are, are people that are not going to say, go get a shot. And I, I just wanted to throw that other person in the mix. And, uh, I, I want to get that conversation together, but honey, uh, this study that your dad had sent us, um, is the first of its kind. It, it really literally just came out the beginning of May, end of April, uh, Chris, do you know the study we're talking about? have Have you seen the story yet?
10: Um, yes, the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated.
2: correct? Yeah, yeah I want to throw this to Lexi and let her because she's really read it. let let
3: well, her it's, gives, it, it, it it's more of vaccinated against, against unvaccinated
2: homeschooled kids right. Well, that's what um, that's where we were going. That's why we wanted well, that. yeah, all. It,
10: homeschooled children. I actually did an article about that on the liberty dot which I write for and you know it's an amazing it's an amazing study and you know it you know I hope that people look at what they're putting into their children, whether you vaccinate or don't vaccinate. I can't tell you what to do with your children. I would hope that you don't vaccinate. But people really need to look at what's going on our in our bodies because we live in a world now where people are so disconnected. They don't know where their food comes from. I mean, the majority of children think that their carrots come as baby carrots. You know, we <laughs> live in a world where people are just completely disconnected about what goes in their bodies. And somehow we have become afraid of the childhood illnesses. You know, I look at history. In fact, when I was back being injured, old medical books and old children books were the first things that I looked at. And I was like, wait a minute, something's wrong here. They used to write children's books about measles and chicken pox. Now you won't see any story other than your child is going to die.
2: I had a book when I was a kid and honey, I've shown it to you. It's in our closet. The the one, the, the, it's a, it's a specific one. Uh, I, I can't remember the title. It was all, but it was all about the uh, polio vaccine, wasn't it? Yes. And it's, yeah. it shows like how the soldiers are in the, in the, in the tube as they're in vaccine, as they're pushing the tube into the kid and i remember reading that as a child trying to teach you that vaccine and this is i'm 42 years old i mean these books are from the the early late 70s early 80s and i have the whole series of, and they were I mean, there's good things they're trying to push at times but it's like you you see that and it, it it they were trying to program us back in the day they they were really starting it then and you look at the the uh, the the rate of vaccination now and the rate of autism, it, it, how can you not question it? So, honey, this story here, this vaccinated versus unvaccinated, uh, who is the sickest or guess who is the sickest? Uh, I mean, it's obvious, but Matt's, uh, angle he was taking, so, and he's not here, so I'm going to throw his angle out, uh, was that this was not a, um, a comparison that was, equivalent. That was his big thing.
4: That wasn't equivalent to what?
2: It it, it wasn't the same. He said that, you know, unvaccinated children aren't going to eat the same food. Unvaccinated children aren't going to take the same medicines.
4: Well, I mean, this is the closest you can get to doing a really good comparative study, first of all, because they took people that generally would maybe hopefully live the same sort of a lifestyle so that they could really get a good comparison with the same kind of diet, lifestyle, the the whole shebang. I mean, what more could you want? I mean, you can't take uh, what does he want?
2: Well, I, 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 again, he's not here, so I'm not trying to attack Matt. And I know he's listening, so do, uh, that's not and, where I was going.
4: Can we just be happy that the U.S. finally did something as far as doing a study on vaccinated versus unvaccinated? I mean, how long have we been wanting and asking for this? All we have to go back to is some dated German study, which you know, over here really isn't taken seriously. And this came out with really good numbers and and something to really look at and sink your teeth into, whereas really you had nothing before. I mean, you had to really, really piece it together. I just thought that the whole thing was really refreshing, not just because I got the answers that I wanted to, but it it actually gave me some sort of relief as well. To be honest with you, because there are times where I do get nervous. I mean, you get a lot of naysayers when you start talking about this kind of a thing. You know, oh, you're an anti vaxxer,
2: you're you've got to be crazy. Well, they call a you a science
4: denier and, and this, that, and the other. And you do question yourself sometimes because you don't have a lot of material that's really put together that you can utilize that can be taken seriously.
3: All right, on, look. In, in in look, I don't want to knock down the study but correlation does not mean causality all right
2: I hate that you know I well, hold on, hold I on. And hate it, that
3: the place the place where the this this peer-reviewed study came from is one of those kind of peer reviews that are suspect all right but it's an interesting concept all right why is there nobody funding or why is there no studies that actually um go after these kind of things well, that, and that, exactly- that are done by- you know, reputable places. right? And I want,
4: I want for that, but this at least opens the door a little bit. I mean, at least we're taking one step closer. We had, I mean, I felt like it would just never be done before.
2: Your thoughts, Christopher.
10: Well, my thought on this is, you know, they skew a lot of studies. I'm not saying this study here, but like in the United States right now, we're having a bit of a mumps outbreak and, you know, it's probably going to be bigger next fall. This outbreak is happening among the fully vaccinated. However, if you don't have your vaccination record on you and you go in and you have the mumps, they mark you down as your status being unknown or they even mark you as unvaccinated. And they have been going around the colleges, even the high schools, pushing a third MMR. And they're not even telling these students whether they get the MMR or the MMRV, which has chickenpox in it. They just tell them they're being vaccinated for months. You know, that's one example of, you know, how they just skew things. And, you know, it may sound unrelated, but, you know, all studies, you know, you have to look at them, but you have to look at what's going on in the real world. I mean, I just wrote an article today about chemical sunscreens. They mm. put vitamin A in sunscreens. And these are sunscreens that are, you know, the cancer foundation or the skin cancer foundation, you know, gives their seal of approval. Well, vitamin A in the sun promotes skin cancer.
2: I was going to say, you, know, you notice w- you notice that they, they promote putting more sunscreen on and the rate of skin cancer increases as they do that. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, guys, oh, yeah. but, but you were saying, but they, they, the vitamin A increases the rate of skin cancer, but...
10: Oh, but, you know, all of these studies, you know, you have to look at them, but you have to look at what's going on in the real world. You have to look at what's going on with your family. You know, me, I personally don't think vaccinations work. I think a lot of them give the illusion of immunity by creating chronic illness that disguises, disguises a normal immune response. And the reason I say this is back in the 80s, When they first, you know, when they were saying that one MMR protected you against measles, there were college outbreaks of measles. Well,
5: they would take these
10: students, they would take these students that were broke out, you know, they had measles, obviously they were confirmed as having measles. But they would do blood work on students that, you know, were sick but didn't break out. Those people later had neurological problems and other problems. So they don't know what they're doing with these vaccines. Of course, you know, unvaccinated kids are going to be somewhat healthier. They're going to be even healthier if they've had the childhood illnesses. And that's the study I want to see done. It's not just vaccinated versus unvaccinated. I want to see unvaccinated kids compared with unvaccinated kids who have had the childhood illnesses.
3: And yeah, I bet that'll, ne- later that'll life- never happen because the, the you know the medical industrial complex will not you know allow that to happen. There's too much power. Uh, they'll never get it done. What we have to do is we have to rely on correlative data and, and especially they since they call you know, it like
4: inhumane places- the the whole idea of it, which is ridiculous, but that's why they won't do it.
2: We're talking right now with Chris Wyatt. He's working on spotting the truth. It's a, vac- it's a uh, documentary he's working on about measles, basically, or, or vaccination in general. Chris, how can people help you uh, finance or contribute to your, your, your documentary?
10: Okay, make a video. Um, if you are a family living with vaccine injury, make a video. If you are a family that embraces natural immunity, make a video. And when I say make a video, if you're vaccine injured, Obviously, talk about it, but I want to hear from every member member of the family that's possible to be heard from. I want to show vaccine injury because it's so much more than autism. It's chronic demyelination of the nerve ending. It's learning disability. It's physical illnesses and cancers that we don't even have names for yet. That is what ha- is happening to people when you put these things in the human body. It's allergies. That, you know, my, is, my,
2: friend, my co-host and my good friend here... Um, he's living through something that could have feasibly, Dave, you used to vaccinate yourself. It's
3: it's deterioration of the myelin sheath, although it's, it's a genetic thing and it's happened long before, but they, um, they
2: tell you it's genetic, but you don't know. They say fibromyalgia is genetic. How do we not know it's a vaccinated related disease?
3: No, no, because I, I, I actually, you could take, I could take a blood test, and you could see that I have uh, specifically CMT version one A. So uh, there, uh, what I have is genetic. But you know, let's just let's just say fibromyalgia, which um, I don't think you could test for. Uh, that might be, uh, due to the, de- the demyelination, uh, uh, of, you know, the nerve endings and stuff. Um, there's here's something that, that, that I came across the other day when I was just reading. It said something about SIDS. And I remember making a connection years ago.
2: Well, oh, SIDS and vaccines are so connected. It's not even funny. Yeah. It's there's, not these even, even that- funny. It's, 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 it's disgusting how connected they are.
3: Right. Nobody even mentions that. They're always fighting on this whole autism thing and nobody's mentioning, you know, SIDS. SIDS were on the rise when uh, vaccines went up.
2: Exactly. 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 By far, honey. I mean, you've been studying this. You're you're the reason we stopped vaccinating.
4: (laughs) Yes. In fact, I personally uh, know a person very well that lost her daughter at eight months old um directly after going for a round of vaccinations and at the time when we talked about it that was 10 years ago and well before i ever looked into any of this and i never thought anything of it i just thought man that's just awful i couldn't imagine that but now i think back to it and i still know her i just i don't have i couldn't go to her and say hey you know i wonder is Is, there a correlation there spotting the
2: truth spotting the truth chris wyatt uh how can people other than sending you videos uh how can people financially help you is there a way
10: well financially i'm not asking for finances at this point only for the reason that i don't want anybody to come back and say this you know has been you know this has been influenced Mm. or you know people paid me to tell their story man that's awesome however When I get to the point of doing the editing and the actual um, distribution of the documentary, that's when I'm going to ask for some money. Right now, people could help me with travel expenses because I'm actually using myself in the documentary and exposing myself to the various childhood illnesses. I didn't even have chicken chickenpox as a child.
2: Would well, you have? Do you have? Do you have a, actually, willing to? Do you have a, a GoFundMe or? a um, patreon or something a, a patreon or uh or just a donation button that to help you with the traveling then because listen i support you 100 percent. i know people up in your area that uh i i really 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 want to get you and connect uh connected with and and to help convince them and and um uh, get them in the right direction with this situation this is uh this is a big thing to me and I think this is a very important that we pay attention to and that, that we address and that we do something about. You know, people want to ignore me about chemtrails. Okay. I get that. I, I can understand that that's crazy. That's a crazy thought, even though very soon you're going to realize well, it's true. On, I don't know, but I'm not going to go down track. that road. We're on vaccines <laughs> right now. I got it. I know. I know. I got four-toed there. I'm not going to mess with him on this tonight. I'll get him no. another one. You, know you don't, that, you don't know, have you
4: 4 toed you there. You have Dave there. Oh,
2: Dave. You know, I'm the sorry. world
3: is flat, right?
2: Yes, I know the word oh, flat. Yes. You're 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 a round earth shill. Anyway, don't don't <laughs> distract me from the where we're at here. Now you started it.
3: <laughs> you knew I was gonna respond. So you started
2: it. Hey now. Hey, you're a Guatemalish. Fucking yeah, off. My buddy here, hey. my co-host for Toad moved to Guatemala. Last week he arrived there and he's doing six months there to experience living in another environment. Uh basically, Chris, what I'm trying to get at is we want to help you. Uh if I can offer out voiceover myself or anybody from my network, uh, I'd be happy to try to get them to do reads for you, for your documentary if you need something like that. Uh, You're going to read for a documentary? Well, I can do editing and stuff at that point. It's not <laughs> Sir, live. Sir, you do so. not
4: want Sean to read anything <laughs> yeah. for you. Okay?
2: He's got a great voice,
3: but uh, he tends to mess up words. Now, uh, Blind Lawrence would be great for that.
5: You know, we got a bunch I, of
2: people that I I put in contact. If we can help you out with the voiceover work of anything with that documentary, please, Chris, let me know because I would be glad to to do anything I can can to help you get that together.
10: That sounds awesome. I will definitely take you up on that offer because getting this documentary done is really important to me because I want to show the childhood illnesses. I also want to show the vaccine injury and I basically want to end the vaccine live. I'm sitting here. And just before I came on the air, I was reading an article where they were talking about a chicken pox epidemic in California <laughs> Three cases at a school is now considered an epidemic. What? Now when I was a child in the 1980s, kids wanted to get the chicken We, box. we went what all, we hung saying? out
2: together at the same
3: house.
5: Exactly. When we got my sick, cousin, we all got together.
2: Cousin,
3: <laughs> I'm 49, right? My cousin
2: got it and my mother brought me over to get it. Yeah, I was 42 and all my friends <laughs>
5: came
12: over
4: when I got it. Do you know what? I've been kind of down because Mikey has uh, never had that. chicken pox and he has no friends, and we know no one that will ever have chicken pox for me to expose him to because everyone's vaccinated. It's kind mm-hmm. of ridiculous. Well, so now what? These kids I are going
10: to get chicken pox later on. And the thing that's really important about chicken pox, it lowers your risk of certain childhood neurological problems and it lowers your risk of a very devastating brain cancer later on in life. So what we're doing, and I do believe this is by design, we are trading these minor illnesses of childhood, or if you're a healthy adult, you know, we are trading these things for things that are really serious. We're upping the cancer risk. We're upping the risk of neurological problems, and we are just making people sicker, than what they would be if they had had the childhood illnesses. If you look at Minnesota right now, there's a measles outbreak among the Somali community. They're now blaming anti-vaxxers and they're, they're saying that we targeted right. them.
4: Well, and that's Go ahead, Chris. That's, right? I didn't mean to interrupt you. But I, I just part. want to say
2: they're they're trying to use that they're and I, they're, they're not vaccinated because they come from a, a country that doesn't vaccinate. I didn't. I, I and I agree with you. They're 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 right. trying to spin that. Uh, exactly where i think most of these outbreaks come from the vaccinated who are shutting off the virus as they take their vaccine uh this past week i got into i didn't even get into it. I, this person i didn't want to get into an argument with on facebook but she had made a comment that she had learned that her pediatrician was treating anti-vaccination people and she was all up in arms and everybody in her comments were up in arms with her that she was not informed that her doctor treated people who didn't have vaccination. Ah, and they yeah, should be well, given separate waiting rooms and and these people are crazy for not doing it and right. and, and, and all of them are taking their children to a pediatrician to treat diseases, to treat things that they contracted through vaccines, in my opinion.
10: Oh, yeah. The vaccines will cause a vaccine strain version of these things. And then when you've got, like, the outbreak of mumps that's happening in colleges, you know, it's a little complicated there because I do think some of those come from the vaccine, but also you know, the human body is supposed to have these illnesses. Mother nature is pissed off right now. And I do believe that nature is trying like hell to correct itself. You know, and I don't think we've got much time. That's why I'm telling people, you know, embrace the childhood illnesses, eat good food, you know, and, you know, move. Because, you know, people don't move anymore. They sit in front of a computer 24-7. They don't get up. They don't move around. And, you know, all of this is going to cause horrible consequences.
2: It, it you totally know, is. I, I, I agree. Go I really ahead,
3: believe Dave. in the whole um, what you eat. Really kind of screws up your 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 ability for your body to um, fight off uh, normal infections or normal things. Um, <clears throat> one of the things I've started doing since I, I kind of quit drinking was that I am kind of getting into uh, health and nutrition. I'm not eating the, the best, but I'm certainly eating way better than I used to. When I'm well, avoiding- you're living in
2: Guatemala, so you're eating a lot natural. First of all.
3: Especially right, there's now, no GMO here.
2: You <laughs>
4: can't no order takeout yet. You can, you don't speak well, the language, Dave. <laughs> it, it, it turns out, right?
3: As off grid as I am, I found out that I can get sushi delivered here.
4: Oh man, that's
3: but, death. Uh, by, but not, not even by a car. It's got to be a guy on a, on a little motorcycle, like I'm going to get. Because there, there's no driving here. Like, I, but if, where if is I the buy... seafood
4: farmed Is my well, concern. Yeah, it's not
3: from the Pacific, is it? Uh, I don't even like uh, sushi, but the thing is I can't get it. Anyway, um, I've been learning more and more about uh, health and nutrition and DNA and uh, telomeres and, and um, the way your body like, – uh, like when you eat something at uh, 6 o'clock at night, it turns on the whole food processing factory, and it kind of fucks you up. I, I, I looked into intermittent fasting and fasting in general, and if you fast for like four days um, – it will uh, kill off the dead cells or the shitty cells quicker and rejuvenate or re- get your new cells in there much, much faster. Fasting is a very healthy thing. and Everybody's afraid of it. Right. They've, they've programmed you to eat three or four times a day. I'm down to – I only eat twice a day. I only eat within, within nine hours. That's of all other. I eat.
2: I eat twice a day too.
3: Right. And, and uh, you guys haven't seen me lately, but I've lost probably 30, 35 pounds at this point. Uh, it was pr- mm, a lot of bean it. Bean bowl. Bean <laughs> you beanpole! Well, oh, wait till I come back. Wait till you see me, and I'll, I'll be like one eighty. I can't wait. Uh, to, uh, uh,
2: Chris, guess, can I bet? Christopher, I'm getting questions <laughs> on the Twitter here about uh, you. You mentioned something about a cure or a treatment for eczema, uh, and there's people out there listening that are asking me what you said. They missed the comment you said about eczema.
10: Simple. Be exposed to the measles, break out in head to toe spots, and seven days later, you'll be cured of your eczema.
2: So you're saying that having that measles is, will be is is the cure of eczema? Yeah,
10: yeah, because the childhood illnesses, they detox the body, and it's actually an important milestone for the body. In fact, measles, you know, they've observed that kids that have measles, surprisingly, they go through a major growth spurt usually afterwards. And, you know, a lot of people com- mention that their children are in better health than they've ever seen their child. Completely different story than what they're of
2: measles uh buzzy i'm sorry you are and too old to correct that problem <laughs> so move on buddy you he just said keep i have the measles
4: and i have eczema <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is one of our good time good listeners uh buzzard bob well, he's he's an old guy so he that's not gonna help him
3: all right but let's let's lay yeah. it groundwork. work buzzard bob uh i'm sorry to say this is very overweight uh he probably does not eat well at all which which might be the cause of his skin. Can I just say, uh, a, like raw?
2: He's fat, old, and a truck driver.
4: Jeez.
2: Exactly. A truck driver has something to do with it too. It does. He's, absolutely.
3: He, he's not. He's sedentary. You know, uh, so he's not, he's not eating healthy and he's not exercising.
4: You guys don't have to keep piling on. Well, if he wants to
2: throw his two cents in, we're going to give him our five cents. No, no, no. I'm not saying anything bad because he's losing weight too. Like
3: I was sedentary for seven years. You know, I gained 40, 50 pounds since I stopped working and, you know, I ate like shit and drank and, and, and wondered why I felt like crap. And now that I've stopped all that stuff, I've been losing weight and I feel great. Um, I don't do caffeine. I don't do sodas anymore. I don't do any of that stuff. And I, ju- I, I, I swear to God, I think that I kicked this this uh, infection that I have in my foot so fast because uh, I allowed my body to um, uh, do its thing. And I, I laid down. I, I ate minimally. I had some protein. I got those, that antibiotics. I think I kicked this thing's ass in three days because of the way my body is now. If I was still drinking and shit, I bet you I would have to have my fucking foot cut off.
2: Yeah, well, your immune system would be lower. I agree with you. I think drinking does uh, reduce the ability of your body to work. I mean, anytime I get sick, I end up not drinking. I'm a heavy drinker. I'm not going to lie. You know, I'm also a heavy hot smoker. Are you a heavy pot smoker, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> did,
10: did, did no, I, not I a heavy pot smoker. However, I may or may not have done pot sometime in this lifetime.
4: The pot.
2: The pot. Uh, you're up in Syracuse. Yeah. You're up in the Syracuse region, and I've got a bunch of buddies up there. I'm really trying to connect you to. Uh, you're actually talking on their network right now. It's the Disruption Networks. Uh, the D is our channel. It's an internet station, also, uh, but they're all in Syracuse, Utica area. And I really want to connect you with these guys. I think uh, it's going to be a challenging experience for you because they're going to they're going to put your nose to the grindstone uh, and really question what you're putting out. But you're talking right now to four people. Well, one, two, three. There's three of us. I'm sorry. You're talking to three <laughs> people here in the studios that agree with you 100%. Now, we don't vaccinate our child. We very... we The first time... Our son ever touched an antibiotic was because he got a toe infection from an ingrown toenail, so we had to give him antibiotic. I've
10: had one of those before.
2: Yeah, and it was horrible. He had to have it lance. We had to squeeze all the stupid pus out. We fought. Yeah, how was this... that? Because last time traumatous. I was there, it... is it fixed? Yeah,
3: he's it's good. Better. Yeah, yep. good. Okay.
4: It's all like back to normal. He didn't along. even lose the it, nail, which I thought and... that thing was coming off, but it, it didn't.
10: Wow! The only ingrown toenail I've ever had, I was. 21, and I had banged my toe, and next thing I know, it turned into a thing, and they had to literally rip the toenail off, oh. which was, which was fun because they gave me nothing to numb me. They basically told me to brace myself, <laughs> oh my and I think I screamed like a little girl for like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that,
2: that could do it for you. That's definitely yeah. for sure. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, and and of the well, well, one of the, oh. one of the thing one of the things I want to say. I'm sorry uh, to uh,
3: interrupt you, but uh, it's not that we're anti-vax. I think we're more pro-freedom. Like, if you want to vaccinate your kid, go ahead. Don't stop me from not vaccinating mine. No, I'm you
2: know anti- I, no, I'm, I'm anti-vax. I'm I am pro education. No, no, you're not going to tell me. You, you're not going to yell at me if my I'm my not going to tell you get, you can't do it. All right, listen. I'm so. not going to say you you cannot do it, but I am going to say I really hope you educate yourself on the the hazards yeah, of this edu- of this thing because the yeah. government's not going to educate you of it. The the well, pharmaceutical no, the, industry is not going to educate you of it. They're going to yeah. allow you to inject your child or your grandchild to the point of them having you on the hook for medication and prescriptions and treatment for the rest of that child's life.
4: Okay. Sh- they- but this is true, though, Dave. I mean, I, I remember going into the pediatrics we were close. office with my son. We were
2: fired by our pediatrician.
4: Shh, we were. But they wanted to do four vaccines at a time and give you zero information on any of them of the side mm-hmm. effects of the efficacy of anything i mean just no information it's ridiculous and i just sat well, back as a person that was completely uneducated this was about before any we of consp- this
2: we were conspiracy and, people
4: and i said i but I don't know what's in it and you're going to do four right now today on this little person that's like 8 pounds? I Before
2: we knew any of this, before we can't even paid attention.
4: Do that. You know, it's just ridiculous.
2: Right. So, so the, the concept
3: of it seems ridiculous, but yet they want you to do it. You know, like, oh, shut up, let us do it. We know what's best for you. It feels
4: forced. It feels wrong. And, and Christopher it does not sit right with you at all. And
2: Christopher is sitting here on the phone with us right now. Was it ten years ago your your injury happened? Eight years ago, something like that.
10: Um, it, it's been about ten years.
2: Yep.
10: Well, no, it's been. Um. Oh my God, what am I saying? See, my brain is completely foggy sometimes. This was actually in two thousand one. Oh, when so I had the hepatitis B 16 vaccine, sixteen years. So it's then. been, yeah, it's been close to twenty years. And you know, something that I want to say wow. on vaccine choice, and this is going to stun a lot of people because a lot of people don't understand this. I am anti-vaccine choice because I don't think you should be giving this to another person. But I think a lot of the choice stuff that gets thrown into the community is by shills and other people. One group that I'm going to call out right now, and a lot of people are like, no, you don't want to say bad things about them, but, you know. When Go you're ahead and say it here. You're good, keep man. Your mouth shut. NVIC. I'm sure you guys have heard of them.
2: Say it again. NVIC. And uh, the National Vaccine Registry. No. NVIC. NVIC. The National Vaccine the- Council. That's right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. Okay,
10: you've heard of Barbara Lowe Fisher, right? This is the National Vaccine Information Center is what it stands for. Their co-founders helped write the law in 1986 that now keeps people from suing the vaccine companies. And this is who almost all anti-vaxxers look to to you know, how they should stand against vaccines and stuff like that. But I have no respect for that organization. Me neither. You look at Barbara Lowe Fisher on the television, and I want to punch somebody when yep. I see her talk. Because I she talks with you. through both sides of her mouth. She is controlled opposition.
4: Yep.
2: We, we say on the political side, honey, go ahead, tell them uh, what you're thinking. You're obviously right with Chris uh, here.
4: No, I'm just right with you. And thank you because... Not a lot of people can say, no, I'm completely against offering vaccinations, period. And, and I'm bridging that. Like I said, my nerves are shot as a parent that's had to go through this and, and face a doctor that shakes their head at you and tisks you. My youngest sister's going through it. She's not been vaccinating her children. But, but the idea that there's a separate court just for vaccine-related injuries and that they have these naysayers coming up against you. There's just so much riding against a parent these days when it comes to approaching any of this. And like I said, there's a lack of information provided when you're going in. I mean, they just put you through your paces as this is how it's done. I mean, before you even leave the hospital with your child, they want your vitamin K shot, there's a few other shots they want to do within the. They first, want to give the hepatitis B vaccine. Yeah, within the and, first. And they're base not having anal
2: sex life. or sharing vaccine Or uh, uh, they're not having anal sex and they're not sharing uh, hypota- hypop- uh, uh, hypodermic hypodermic needles for drug use. So.
10: They're now studying if they can give the HPV vaccine to um, yo- younger and younger children because it's been a big flop. Only the only place the HPV vaccine has done well is when they target college students and they bribe them. That, I know that they have done campaigns where they give kids, you know, they like they'll gift vote. cards.
2: That, that's been one of they'll the most damaging. Card,
10: that, American Eagle, uh, a two hundred and fifty dollars gift card to American Eagle, if you get all three shots and bring a friend in.
5: Ridiculous. <laughs> that, that's and Anybody that's been one of the most American damaging Eagle vaccines. Knows
10: It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy what they're
2: doing. Yeah, it is absolutely the most damaging vaccines out there. uh, You would look at the studies of how many young girls that that vaccine has paralyzed, made that where they couldn't. Well, young boys
10: too. They're giving this to young to boys. They say as young as nine. But I've ran across people that I've talked to that they tried to offer this to their seven-year-old child.
2: Are you getting, Christopher, are you getting a good response for this uh, Spotting the Truth Facts uh, the documentary? I'm getting
10: a good response. It's starting to be a good response. I've had a few issues happen. I actually ended up with kidney stones a while back, and I had to slow down for about two weeks. And, you know, when you're working on a project like this, two weeks is actually the equivalent of two months. And, you know, I'm still now sorting for emails and writing people, but people are jumping on board better than ever before because, you know, I'm actually talking to people better than I used to. used to, I would listen to all of the people telling me, oh, you have to use the science, you have to use the science, and then something hit me. You know, when I learned about vaccine injury and stuff, I was looking at history and I was looking at old medical books and old children's books, and I learned something. You know, people are so afraid of the measles that when you tell them what's in that vaccine, they tune you out. They would, inject their, they would inject their child with rat poison to keep their child from getting the big, bad measles. So what I do when I first talk to people is I start showing them history. I start showing them, wait a minute, you have been lied to. And when they look at this stuff and they realize that, oh, my God, the childhood illnesses actually prevent worse things later on, And, you know, they used to write children's books after children's books about these things and old medical books. One of the old medical books that I used to have, this doctor pointed out that he observed kids, this was in the 1940s, older kids who had never had the measles and to a lesser degree, the mumps, you know, would actually catch it on purpose because they would figure out it was an instant two weeks off school.
2: Right. Well, I'm all about getting some free time off school. I mean, let's be honest here
4: but there's there's a big point to be made in that too is that there are benefits from from contracting these illnesses but the the negative effects of of not having it um really do outweigh the negative effects of actually getting the v- vaccine for it i mean and on top of that not only are you facing repercussions from those vaccinations but sometimes they don't work anyway which
10: I don't. Know oh, I don't it. think they work at all. I think that if you take a hundred kids who have had, As say, the chickenpox right. vaccine, mm-hmm. and you expose them to chickenpox, they're going to get chickenpox now because their immune system has been damaged from the chickenpox vaccine. It's going to take them longer to actually get chickenpox. Mm. Yeah, because they're not going to express a normal immune response unless heavily, you know, exposed but they may get sick, they may have lots of strange illnesses in the meantime before they actually catch the illness.
2: I'm trying to find this post I saw earlier today, Christopher, and I think you might have been in it, and it it was in one of the vaccine groups, anti-vaccine groups, and it was uh, an RT story. Is it ringing a bell to you at all? I'm I'm scanning through here. I was trying to keep everybody going over there conversing, but I, I can't find it, and it was so... I think I wanted to play it today. I actually wrote. Where, where did it go? I thought I reshared it. All right, we'll move along because you can't find it. No, it's important. I, it, it goes. Well, it's great to I, show the I, propaganda I, they're putting out with this.
3: I think. I think the core thing here is that we got to realize that there is a coordinated effort to uh, not keep us healthy and safe. And um, there are, you know, there are, I could cite a bunch of things, such as. Uh, psh- in the sugar industry in the 1960s play, uh, paid um, scientists to actually blame uh, any of the things that happened b- because of sugar on saturated fats. And that's when we started the whole low-fat thing. And then people started getting really, really sick and still – I mean it was – this is a true cons- conspiracy. I could actually tweet out the article from the New York Times. Um, so there, there is a coordinated effort by uh, these big agencies – to uh, misinform you and direct you to eat or do the things that they want you to do. And it's only until we start to just take our own health into our own hands and do what we think is best will we win this game. You know, if we keep listening, you know, don't listen to me, don't listen to Sean, don't listen to Christopher. Go find out your own shit, you know. Do your own research and make your own conclusions.
10: Absolutely, absolutely. And that's why I tell people, start with looking at history first, then move forward, you know, into everything. And you have to look at a wide range of everything. You have to look at the scientific papers. You have to look at people. You have to look at popular culture. You have to know what's going on in the world around you. And people are disconnected. People think their food comes from a box. They think that, you know, whatever they're doing, they don't understand where they're going for you know, where things come from. Even like the smartphone I'm talking on right now, most people don't realize That, you know, all of these electronics, you know, that some of the components come from basically robbing the earth of vital resources. And without knowing where things come from and without knowing your history, you can't do better. You can't move forward as a society or technologically. And you know what? I think the powers that be want to keep us done. They want to keep us dumb and they want to send us back to the dark ages and they want to have us fighting each other. That's what they want.
2: I, I think I, I would I agree, with, agree you. with you. I have to agree with yeah. you, yeah. Yeah, I would agree with you also, my friend. I found the story, and listen, this is totally against everything we've been talking about. Because Matt wasn't here, I have to present the other side. And obviously, we will be able to destroy everything we hear <laughs> in, in the next two minutes and six seconds. But I have to play it because I, I, I would I would not be a good broadcaster. I would not be doing... A, 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 an efficient job. If I didn't present the other side, side would I? No, you can't no, walk well, away, to, honey. You... Put your headphones back on. You have to sit down and listen. Okay. You have to because gonna... how are you going to counterpoint it if you don't listen? All right. See, she wanted to walk out of the room when I was going to play this. <laughs> I'm not letting her do that, Christopher. You can't walk out of the room, Dave. You can't walk out. of We all have to listen to. Trust me, I have to pee, and I'm not going to walk out of the room. So everybody, sit tight, and we have to hear the other side.
12: Measles is making a comeback in the U.S. A staggering 54 cases were just confirmed in Minnesota. That's in addition to 61 cases reported in 2017 alone. The U.S. declared itself measles-free back in 2000. So, how did this happen? Well, you can thank anti-vaxxers. They're the people who believe that vaccines contain unsafe toxins or cause autism and they refuse to vaccinate their children. But here's the problem. Anti-vaxxer claims are 100% false.
2: That's a lie, and they're going to talk about a story that's already been rebuked, but we'll get into that.
12: In 1998, a British surgeon published a research paper that linked the measles, mumps, and rubella vaccine to autism. The paper was later discredited, and the doctor who published it even lost his medical license
2: which he's in the middle of a lawsuit to regain his medical license and his partner already regained his medical license
12: since then scientists have disproved any connection between vaccines and autism but anti-vaxxers have continued their campaign to convince parents that vaccinations will hurt their kids they've even gone as far as targeting vulnerable communities in 94 percent of recent minnesota cases the patient wasn't vaccinated and that's a big deal for two reasons Measles is one of the most contagious and lethal diseases in the world. If one person contracts the virus, it can infect more than a dozen unvaccinated people. And infants who are too young to receive the vaccination are at the highest risk. Before the vaccine was developed in 1963, 500 Americans died each year because of the disease. Children who survive can still suffer lifelong complications, including deafness and brain damage. And when parents opt out of vaccinating their child, they affect what's called herd immunity. If enough people in a community get vaccinated, then it makes it difficult for diseases to spread. But if more than 10% of children don't get the vaccine, it may cause a major outbreak. The spreading disease could also mutate, making the vaccinations that people already have less effective. Despite all of this, the anti-vax movement is going strong. So what will it take to convince these parents to vaccinate their children? (laughs)
2: <laughs> Chris, your thoughts, your, your thoughts on that, Chris.
10: I'm glad that you asked for my thoughts. First of all, I am going to start with herd immunity. Um, herd immunity does exist. However, it's not quite what this woman says. Herd immunity simply means that every few years a childhood illness you know, goes around, mumps, measles, chicken pox, rubella, also known as the German measles. The kids that have not had it yet, surprise, they catch it. They get lifelong immunity. They pass it on to their brother and sister. In a lot of cases, you'll find parents taking their kid over to little Johnny's house to get head-to-toe spot. Okay, that's herd immunity. The other part of herd immunity that they do not mention that does not come from vaccines, and you hear these pro-vaxxers say, oh, well, so-and-so's child, you know, is in danger because they're too young to be vaccinated. Well, surprise, passive immunity would be passed on from the mother who had mumps, measles, chicken whatever, to the child that would protect them for the first two, two and a half, possibly even three years of life. Nature knows what it's doing in that regard. Also, she talks about anti-vaxxers spreading disease. The mumps outbreak that is happening in college campuses, it's winding down for a bit, but it's going to explode in the fall. Um, 100% mostly vaccinated people. And that's because, you know, so many people have been contaminated by the MMR vaccine, you know, but it's happening in the fully vaccinated. This measles outbreak, you know, many of these people, because they come from families that are refugees. And they come into this country legally. The thing that they don't talk about is people that come into this country legally face one of the largest human rights violations of all time. They're forcibly vaccinated. They cannot use a religious or even a medical exemption because it's like, if you want to be here, you are forced to be revaccinated for everything, whether you had the illness or not.
6: Right.
2: And I I agree with you on that, how that pushes it. And they're trying to, uh bring this community community that is getting uh the smallpox the measles whatever it is it's measles uh they're trying to connect that to the anti-vax movement but unfortunately i'm willing to guess that the ones that aren't vaccinated probably got it from somebody who was newly vaccinated that they were around which started the outbreak in that community but they won't
10: tell you. That, that. would not surprise me. However, measles—you know—normal illness that you're supposed to it's get, very it's required for the immune system.
2: It's very contagious. Let's not lie; it's, it is a very contagious disease. It, yeah, it, it, it's a
10: very contagious illness. It can but it's cause
2: not deadly. It can cause major problems. It can, in certain circumstances, the the level of major um, uh, responses to the disease is probably lower than the responses from the vaccine.
10: Well, what scares me is measles can be treated and the, re- the risk of complications can be remo- reduced almost to zero by eating a diet rich in vitamin A, by actually taking care of the human body, and you know that's what you see in these third world countries where there's devastating illnesses is there's an underlying condition when a child dies of measles and that's malnutrition it's malnutrition that's killing
5: humanity. We've
2: got a man and, we've know, got a man living in a third world country right now. He's only been there for a week, but we're going to get
4: more <laughs> reports hopefully. I don't think he's seeing children die on the streets. Have
2: you seen children <laughs> die in <on> the streets,
3: <laughs> Dave? No, but but all right, so I did talk to that lady who is the nurse who lives next door to me. Um, she says that, you know, some of these cuz again, I live in a middle class neighborhood. Uh, there are places up on the mountain, you know, the they don't have anything and they ha- they live from uh, uh, uh a crop season to crop season, and if something went wrong, one crop, people do die of starvation. So that's what kills most of the people here. It's not the disease; it's the fact that they don't have anything to eat. Now, I went to I went to the market today for the first time, and there was nothing but you know. In the middle was all the fruits and vegetables, but on the side, in all these stores, were uh, butchers and and you know specifically meat and specifically chicken. This woman was cutting up chicken; had chicken juice all over her hand. Took the money uh, with the chicken juice, gave cha- you know, put the chicken <laughs> in, the, in the plastic bag. And then put gave the bag to my You're friend. You're going get salmonella
2: from your money.
3: Well, that's what you would think, right? <laughs> that's what you would think. But turns out chicken juice is really not all that bad for you. Oh, it's, it's, the, it's
2: American it, byproducts it, and the re, radiation and everything it's, else. It's,
3: exactly. It's because of the way they process the chickens in this country that were in uh, America that, that creates the salmonella. Like, do you know? It, all right. So you, you buy eggs. you got to put them in the refrigerator, right? Well, you don't have to. Well, it says it, keep refrigerated. That's because they started that process. Lexi does, no, because of the, what they do to the eggs. They process the eggs Lexi so much, that they fuck right. up the shell, right? I bet yeah. you uh, uh, Mark doesn't have to put his stuff in eggs, uh, eggs in, in the refrigerator. I'm, I'm sure. I
2: don't want to know what Mark says.
4: Yeah, farm eggs. fresh eggs, you don't have to worry about yeah. refrigerating. And, and, but and, and once this. they've been processed, yeah, you kind of have to. I don't think to. he's produced
2: eggs yet. I think they're still working on them growing. But he is going to be producing
3: eggs.
4: But yet. when I lived per- in the UK, we eggs. put the eggs in a basket on the counter.
3: Yeah. I have eggs on my counter right now. As a matter of fact, when I bought them at the store, they were out on the display. They weren't in, in a refrigerator.
4: Yeah.
10: That's There's because uh, the that comes... protective coating had not been washed off of them. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, nature did its job, and nobody took it away. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> Very right. good. Christopher Christopher Wyatt spotting the truth. Uh, right now, he's looking for a testimonial. He's looking for people that have been injured or who are avoiding injury, if you have a testimonial, uh, email. Where do they send it, Christopher?
10: They can send it to forcedanarchy at gmail.com. The other thing that I'm trying to get on video is actually a chicken pox party or even a measles party, you know, which people still do that. They keep it secret because of child protective services. But I'm trying to get all of this stuff on tape because, you know, a kid gets chicken pox, I want people to see that they're not putting the child in a body bag and shipping them off, you know, to be buried.
12: I want I people what,
10: to see that these are normal childhood illnesses, and, you know, we've gone crazy.
3: I, I, I'm going to try to find that out down here, if they, if if how if they get chickenpox and if they actually do, you know, do a chickenpox party. And if I find out, I will actually go see if I can video for you. That sounds awesome. They don't give a shit down here what the Americans say. They'll do whatever the hell they want. They don't care what their own government says down here.
2: <laughs> they know better. That's great. Christopher, listen, man, I appreciate your time. I got a couple shows backing up here. We got Ease, uh, Bees, and Beats on the Disruption Network coming up. Uh, we got Man vs. Woman here on Raz and Radio k We have, uh, I think, Gorilla Radio is going to be coming up on Radio Confluence uh, so make sure you check out all those shows. Christopher, I appreciate your time. Uh, you and I need to chat. You want to do a show. It's very easy to set up. We can work that out for you. So you and I need to talk off air and, and get that all worked out. All right, brother?
10: That sounds good. I will get in contact with you very shortly.
2: Yeah, absolutely, Brent. And, and And stay strong, man. We're going to try to get people sent your way. We're going to get it all figured out. All right? Sounds great. Spotting the truth, Christopher Wyatt on Facebook, uh, any other way that people find you?
10: <laughs> I'm on my Gmail account, ForcedAnarchy at gmail.com. Also, I can be found on TheLibertyBeacon.com. I write a lot of their health articles.
2: Excellent, brother. All right, we will talk to you soon, all right? Take care. Have Bye-bye. a great night, Christopher. Thanks for joining us, man. There she, there he goes. Dave, how you doing? I'm doing good. All right, brother. We're going to wrap this whole thing up, honey. <laughs> Say Goodbye. Goodbye. I, I'm gonna play I'm
3: on a place where that's not forced anarchy it is open anarchy
2: <laughs> open anarchy Four toad Jones is telling you all about it uh, make sure you check out all the shows on all the networks we are affiliated with we love you guys be safe we'll talk to you next week Four toad don't get shot brother peace out <laughs> later guys I don't
0: know what to do all lost and confused Just trying to get through in this world Always trying to prove that we're worth What it takes But it takes a long time In the dirt to see grace When I'm trying to be real They tend to be fake When I'm risking it all With no time to waste Fuck this red race, I'm leaving this place It's time to blast off destination space With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us from the moon We'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided through the beautiful, the silent way I show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the unknown Please don't go And I don't know how I got here Or how I'm getting home But right from day crowned and in stress they said can you take